0: welcome back to another season of self-love lounge i'm your host arena antoine and this is a place for empowered women to share their minds and hearts to the world so grab your coffee grab your blanket get comfy and let's get into it Welcome back to Self Love Lounge. I hope you've had the best month and I hope this month is even better than the last one because I actually took a mental health check where I really took a month off of recording and just really focusing on my self-care routine. I feel like sometimes... It's really hard to really take a break and you kind of, you want to do everything at the same time, but you really can't. And sometimes you just have to really watch Netflix, do your schoolwork, go to work, um, and just relax. And so I've been really diving deep into what I want my self-care routine to be like, but I've missed recording and I've missed being a part of this community because I absolutely love everything that I do for this podcast and it is literally my self-care routine is putting out episodes every other Wednesday. And so this episode is going to be all about self-care and things that I've learned because I feel like I haven't really touched on this topic enough because I think I was still maneuvering on what self-care looks like in my life. And I definitely went through a phase of what self-care looks like in my teenage years where I'd bubble bath it up, get a major transformational haircut, do a cleansing with a smoothie, and call it a day. And I'm not gonna lie, like as I'm recording this, I have a face mask on, my hair is in a bun, I'm wearing lounge like sweatpants, a hoodie, and so yeah, I'm definitely still maneuvering through the whole self-care routine but I mean I definitely realized that what I was doing when we talk about the external self-care process I think it may make you feel great and in peace in the moment but over time it isn't an everlasting effect and like don't get me wrong those External self care routine are not bad at all. I mean, considering I encourage you to do it because I'm literally recording this with a face mask and a bun on and just feeling great today. But we should probably try and treat our inner self just as much as, you know, the face mask and all that fun stuff. So I think one of the biggest thing that I've learned when it comes to self care is how forgiving we are of ourselves, right? Like the way we choose to take care of ourselves definitely sets the tone to all of our relationships, all our future goals, careers, and just our whole entire life. Which is why the way we choose to take care of ourselves becomes the essential in mastering how self-care and self-forgiveness comes into play. I don't know about you guys, but I have lost so much sleep on worrying about everything that ever went wrong in my entire life. In a way that I spent a lot of my time bringing myself down by losing so much sleep. I mean, I spent so much time going back and forth with my past, my present, and even my freaking future. And it feels like I was trying to rewrite history or something. And everybody knows that we obviously can't do that, but you know, it's 1.30am and first some reason, my brain decides to bring up everything I ever done wrong, embarrassing, sad, worrying, scary, like you name it. And the process that I go through during the night is I ask myself like questions that are contradictions. Like, are you fucking serious, Arena? I can't believe you would say that. You were such a bitch. My overthinking night routine sometimes led me into a depression where I didn't sleep at all and I would go about my day with anxiety and then that anxiety would turn into panic attacks because I really didn't take care of myself and as I think about this I feel like we at times think we are self-caring by feeding ourselves the things we think will make us feel better through the surface levels of things but let's be real, okay? Because when it comes to the times we fail or lose something, we are the first to disrespect ourselves and be so mean to ourselves where our inner mean girl comes out with frickin' claws. So let me ask you a question. What kind of language do you choose to use towards yourself when you fail an exam that you studied for, for like forever? Or when you drink too much and you end up puking the night away or it's 8.30 and you puked probably at 7.30 and you went home by 8.30 and you're really embarrassed by that. I mean, true story actually. And when you accidentally text your crush what you wanted to send your best friend instead. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, okay um really ask yourself what kind of questions are you using towards yourselves and even over something as simple as losing your phone and realizing it is right in your freaking hand right like that is a true also true story i am so hard on myself when those things surfaces into my life and so during those stressful inducing moment you might be using some pretty harsh ass words you would never say to someone's face so it's important to take a step back and notice the patterns happening here. You know, what does your night routine looks like? And what does your morning routine looks like? You know, are you choosing to negative self-talk? Because let me tell you something, like negative self-talk is so natural to us that we don't even realize that we're engaging in this. And it's... Of course, preventing us from fully self caring for ourselves. When we're vulnerable and, you know, we mess up or something horrible happens to us or the guy that we like likes some other girl and it's just this cycle of just fuck up and just horrible shit that's happening to us and we're in a vulnerable state, we find ourselves talking down at us whether it's in our mind or out loud, like whatever it may be, we're consciously doing this or maybe subconsciously. It almost feels like we hold ourselves accountable for unattainable high expectations or this picture that we have and or this hope that we have for ourselves. And we sabotage our way to succeeding those those things by engaging in negative self-talk. And so this is where our self-care routine comes in. Like how are we able to self-forgive ourselves and how do we even do that? And so I think the best way for me to really explain what that looks like or what that feels like or what we should be doing or at least what works for me, obviously everybody's different and everybody has their own way of processing things. These are situations that help me understand a little bit about what I want my self-care routine to be. And so let's talk about relationships because I feel like relationships are so prominent in our lives and everybody's dating or even if you're single, you're going to engage in going on dates or even like friendship dates or anything like that. And so have you ever used negative self-talk because you didn't feel good enough or that you mattered? Have you ever spent time just replaying, rearranging scenarios in your head about a fight you had? You know what I'm talking about? Like you just had a fight with your boyfriend or your girlfriend and you're just like going back home defeated and you're like, oh my God, I should have said this and you're re... I don't know, you're like acting, reacting the fight and you're coming up with all these scenarios. Like, I don't know if that's just me, but I've definitely been guilty of that. And you know, you're kind of like going through your head or talking to yourself in your head and you're like, oh man, like I should have said this. Now I sound so desperate. Do you think that I'm desperate now? I should have kissed them. They would think of me differently. If I didn't trust my friend, I wouldn't be in this position. Do I do this or do I do that? you know, and it's this constant battle in your head. And so that is something that we constantly do. And that that's what negative self-talk looks like. And so I've definitely been a victim of that mindset. And so even when we talk about the one, you know, when you meet somebody and you just feel like they're perfect for you and you feel like they're just the one for you. And you have this clear vision on who you think that person is, but the reality of it all or sometimes the reality of it all is that they suck. But you hold or you held such high expectations for that person so you keep them around to prove yourself right because he's great. But he keeps dis- disappointing you and you keep getting hurt, overthinking at night and being so hard on yourself because you feel unworthy or unloved. But in reality is that you just didn't know what you truly deserve because you wanted that person to be deserving instead. Because that's what you thought you needed to do at the time, right? When we're talking about external things, external love. It's like that external self-care we talked about in the beginning. You know, you're buying a $7.99 bath bombs and it makes you feel alive for a bit and then you start to feel empty inside after you step out of your bathtub also realizing you have to clean up the mess that it makes when you buy those like colorful bath bombs from god where do we buy those bath bombs you know i'm talking about i'm i'm not getting the freaking store right now but lush that's what it is when you're buying those bath bombs from lush um anyways i'm just here to tell you that i get it i've been there and it absolutely sucks i once met this guy who was my friend We were actually best friends, or I thought he was my best friend. But the only thing that I realized about him is that he was so self-absorbed and probably struggling with toxic masculinity at its core, but he had such a huge ego problem that if he had done something really fucked up, somehow, somewhere, it would have been my fault. And... Before I even get into the story, like, I just want to acknowledge that I absolutely vouch for all the men in my life who lets women express themselves and not gaslight them. But for some weird reason, during that time I was friends with him, I ended up being vulnerable with him. And he used that vulnerability as his power to manipulate the friendship. And the mindset that you're in when you're in this horrible situation and, you know, you don't have a self-care routine in place, you feel like the friendship is moving so fast and you are trying to catch up to it while bending your morals and values because you find it impossible to slow down and figure out what it is you want. And what it is you feel. And at the same time, you're probably thinking about how he was never like this in the beginning and he was always there for you. And when you needed him, he was there. But when you finally find it in your heart to cut him out, that is the first freaking step into your self care routine. But even then, even when you find it in your heart to do this, there's still so much work to be done because. At this point where I was in the situation, I found a way to blame myself for getting involved with that person in the first place. And the kind of thought process that you're in is like, why did I put up with him? Why did I let him convince me that I should be over the fact that he assaulted me? Why did I even care for someone who never cared for my well-being or never asked for my consent? So this leads me into my next question that I have to ask you. When you are in a constant battle with yourself at night, or when you are losing so much sleep, stressing over life in general, when do you feel like you have had enough? I think let's talk about how negative self-talk shows up in other areas of our lives, opposed from relationships and friendships, by just simply how do you view yourself when you're staring at yourself in the mirror. Because I know sometimes I'll stare at myself in the mirror And I'll just look at everything wrong with my body and I'll look at like, oh, like I wish I had abs or I wish I had a bigger butt or I wish I didn't have bags under my eyes. You know, sometimes you become so self-obsessed with how you look that you start these unrealistic workout routines and diet that don't serve you. You bring yourself so down when you don't meet these unobtainable goals you envision for yourself because you weren't caring for yourself to begin with. You know, like it didn't come from a place of self-love when you were watching all these workout routines on social media or when you were strolling through Instagram looking at everybody's happy life and what motivated you to promote this change that you're constantly in. And I think it's important to realize that you need to question yourself on why you want to work out. Is it for you? Or is it because you spent three hours watching YouTube videos of pretty people and troll past the gram to view everyone's perfect life that made you want to commit to these goals? Because that's happened to me before. But I think my first piece of advice that I really, when I really figured out what my self-care routine is going to look like and how I value myself and how when I'm staring at myself in the mirror, I'm practicing affirmations and being so comfortable in my skin where I don't need to wear makeup. 24-7. 24 7. I don't need to wear tighter clothes. I can wear sweatpants and still look good. And I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. My first piece of advice for anybody who wants who wants it or cares about it is to just stop, reflect, let it go so you can flow. If no one has ever told you this yet, just flow with yourself. Like you are doing the best that you can in that given moment. And That is more than enough. And I know you're probably thinking like, okay, like that TikTok girl. So I guess it is important to acknowledge that in order to live a life of self-care where you understand what you need in the moment, we can't, like we can't constantly doubt ourselves and have these self-blame behaviors after we're finally over the problem. So you're probably like, well, how do we fix this? Like, what's the solution? Well, how do we, like, stop this whole self-blame journey and start holding space for new habits of forgiveness with love and compassion? And this is something I did with my therapist, like, about two years ago when I was really struggling mentally. And that was the start of my self-love journey, actually. And she asked me... Something when I was going through a situation where I'm not really going to get into the details, but I think just the gist of it, she asked me, So if you had a daughter and she was going through the situation that you're in, what would you say to her? And this led me into the, an amazing epiphany of how important it is to speak to yourself gently, as you would to your child someday. Like we're so quick to be so harsh with ourselves, but the moment we see somebody that you want to protect and that you truly love, you would speak gently and respectfully. And this reflects back into our daily situation where, you know, you drink too much or you end up puking the night away or you pass out at 8 30 because you drink too much. You did what you thought was best. You had fun, maybe you drank too much, but you had gone through this because you were meant to go through this and learn something from it so that it doesn't happen. Again, you created boundaries. We all want this major transformation, just like when I would get my transformational haircuts in high school and feel so good about myself for literally like 10 minutes. But in order to reach this, this true, this true transformation, you have to treat yourself by choosing to forgive yourself, as you would if you had a daughter or a son. Like you deserve love and compassion and the best place to receive that love is from yourself before anybody else. And I know that people say this all the time, like you have to love yourself before somebody else can love you, like all that shit. Like for me, like that never helped me. It was through the situations where I needed my love so much so deeply is when I learned best so if in the present moment you realize that you made a mistake try being grateful that you hold this new knowledge on this situation and right now when it comes up you know how to deal with that situation because you now can forgive yourself or at least I hope that you can give yourself grace and forgive yourself and so give yourself a huge hug because this episode is from me to you a little reminder how can you support self-love Lounge? Please subscribe, rate stars, write a review, and you can also find us on Instagram at selflovelounge underscore. And I will see you all every other Wednesday.